Lounge hanging out with my friends still from last week. We have not left the room yet and we're still kind of baked. I'm here with MJ, Chuck, and Tim. How is everybody? Great. S- still great. Are you, are you Winnebago in it? Winnebago. Oh, we are, I think we're all Winnebago in it. <laughs> you know what we didn't get to? Oh my God. Oh, that's terrible. We have to try. <laughs> you get it, don't you? You thought I know of what it. you're saying. What? Why didn't you remind me? I just remembered when you brought it up. <sighs> what? You're pissing me off. Chuck was going to give us a high note. Well, no. Oh. That's not totally true. Well, we'll, we'll see how the next B side. The next B side. Well, yeah. Let's be you honest. Can't open up an A side with that. That last B side was rough. Well, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's see if we can tie this up. Let's end on a high I note. Mean, <laughs> Let's end it on a high note. But this would be beginning on a high note. I want you to take a moment. Don't startle my husband upstairs. (laughs) Too late. I don't know if I I don't know if I should do this. I think you should. I want you to think for a moment. I want you to just wipe your mind clear. I want you to picture just white. Just everything is super bright. It's just this frequency, this vibration. This high pitch frequency, which is in you, and it's got to come out. High, high pitch. Do it. Give me an example. <laughs> he just walks no. you quite through it. So you're not gonna do a high note? <laughs> you just tried to guilt me into it. No, no. I really need it. <laughs> I'm not guilty. I'm asking. I, I think you're guilting me into it. I I, 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 I truly don't know if I can. Well, let's see. Oh my god. <laughs> so I, see, I feel like I could get. I it could be way too loud. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think you're as loud as you think you are. I don't think your voice goes up that high. MJ's <laughs> putting her fingers in her ears because she doesn't I'm know you sensitive. like I do. <laughs> Sensitive. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Why don't you count me down? <laughs> Holy fuck. Three, two, one. <laughs> that was lovely. That was not worth the wait. I'm so sorry. Wow. Build up. That was quick. Can we move on now? <laughs> yeah. Right. Thanks for guilting me into that. <laughs> that was perfect. I thought it was really lovely. Oh, Long con. Perfect tone. You sounded like an angel. Yeah. <laughs> a dying angel. I don't imagine I did, so. Yeah. Just like a little tiny choir angel, like a little Cupid sound. Dimension Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I'm your host, the Duke of Detroit. I have today with me MJ, Chuck, and Tim. 
How are you, gang? Yeah. Oh. Still awesome. <laughs> Chuck, you doing all right? I'm way too high. <laughs> oh, here we go again. We just got done smoking cheetah piss from Sky Mint on the last side of the last episode, which I believe was 46. So this is 47. Uh, we were doing a double episode. So last week probably sounded pretty tight. Wheels are slowly falling off here. So I hope you enjoy this ride. <laughs> tonight's, mo- uh, tonight's topic, we're going to talk about our favorite horror movies uh, we each get two. We're each going to pick our favorite, as long as one that qualifies in some other way. Quirky, weird, maybe not known. You figure it out. But it'll be something a little different than you've probably heard. You know, it's funny you do that music. Chuck was over last week for a fire, and we were we were talking. So we did pinball till super late. Nice. This is how ridiculous we got. Five hours of pinball. And it was a conversation like, okay, do we stay and play more pinball or do we hustle back and get a fire started? Like if 2 a.m. is our window, right? can we get in a three-hour fire or do we just play, you know, another two, three hours of pinball? And it was a conversation. Like it, <laughs> there was no givens. There were some debates. There, yeah, we, we wanted fire to Fire one sure, out. Yeah, fire one out. Yeah. We, yeah, set yeah, a, yeah. we actually figured it out and set like a hard, you know, quitting time yeah like we got to be out the door and then we started pulling out change like we got time for one more set like right. it's never ended anyway we scoot over we're sitting around the fire and we're talking about the show yep. and ideas and things like that like we always do we start talking about horror movies i'm like what are you gonna pick he's like i don't know i was thinking jaws yeah and i'm like jaws like, it's not a horror movie i'm like it's suspenseful but it's not a yeah. horror movie he's like oh yeah it is it's a horror movie. I'm like, all right, whatever. See, I would side with you on that. I would, I would be, eh, is that a horror movie? So we continue Wouldn't the conversation. Wouldn't it be absolutely horrific if you were eaten <laughs> by a great white shark? MJ, depends who you're asking. <laughs> Apparently to these two, not to me. It's terrifying. They, I know. Oh, that wasn't a scientific doc- documentary? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but are all horror movies, you know, like that's a believable one to me. I could totally. see myself getting eaten that's by a shark. That's what makes it so terrifying. Yeah, you guys, exactly. don't get me wrong. So, I understand. As we have this conversation, his next example is Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what you're doing here. You're picking ones that are really suspenseful. Don't really consider that a horror movie. He's like, well, why wouldn't it be? Right. Well, I go, I go do me a favor. I go, go ahead and just Google the definition. Let's get on the same page about what a horror movie is before we go any further. So we could just Google the horror movie and it says an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust. It's like, okay, well those qualify. Those oh, absolutely man. qualify. Yeah. I would say there are horror movies and then there are thrillers, which I would consider a thriller, a more psychological ride. Well, I guess the horror ones are too. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. A psychological thriller to me, my old definition of horror, it's changed since this conversation around the fire was something that was like a hacker slasher, mm-hmm. really bloody. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, like Halloween. Freddy Cougar. All that kind of shit to me was horror. And there, I know there's other things since then that aren't just like one guy walking around killing everybody, but things that were like extremely bloody, everybody's afraid of something, knives are coming out, and everybody's chopped up. That's a horror movie to me. Mm-hmm. Never even considered those other movies, and, and now I get it. So then I started trying to expand my thought process on what that might be. I'm not there on this list. My shit that I'm talking about is old school, my kind of horror, so I'm excited to talk about this. I'm going to change one up. 
just because of this. Jetsons? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the league. Just trying to tear deep, I see. Uh, That's how the today's going. Like major burn. <laughs> it's a slight burn. Yeah. So major. We're mediocre getting, at yeah, best. It wasn't even good. I wasn't even trying to burn. The ones that really burn are when I really dig in deep on purpose. <laughs> That's me being a good friend. That's just a warning shot. <laughs> Be prepared. Stay in your A game. I'm high too. Um, by the time you're listening to this, we are getting closer to October and everybody's talking about hay rides and corn, ma- uh, yeah, corn mazes and pumpkin spice. cider mills. All that kind of good stuff. So this is where, especially when you have little kiddos, you're trying to get out and take them somewhere fun. So give me some of your favorites, guys. What do you guys, where do you take the kids? We've got a cider mill that's literally two miles away from us mm-hmm. that we go to. So Blake's. What are oh, they nice. offer there? Um, well, they're transitioning. So they just took over um, for the Irwin's. So it used to be Irwin's Orchard. Okay. And so Blake's just took over and they are kind of transitioning the place. So they're doing a little bit more than what Irwin's used to do. So they're bringing in some um, different choices of, of eats, I guess you could say. Right. So before it used to be just be donuts and cider for the most part. They had mm-hmm. a couple of pies. But now they're they're just expanding. Like Fried what chicken, that offering prime is. rib, yeah. the use. They are building a restaurant on property. Um that's coming later. They're gonna really? be, yeah, they're gonna You're be, talking more like country store goods. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. confa- And then they're gonna be bringing in their Blake's Blake's is known for their hard cider, so they're gonna they'll be bringing in their hard cider. Really? Yeah. yeah so they're Blake. gonna ha- they're gonna do a tap room there, they're gonna have a, a full restaurant. This is coming over the course of the next, you know, three, four years basically. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now it's still set up as it was. You can go and do like you pick for apples. Obviously you can get your cider and donuts. They just did they just finished up their berry pick season where they do blueberries, raspberries and you know, that type of stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we can do there. So, yeah, oh, that's, that's our kind of go-to just down the street. We can do it any morning we want to. Awesome. Nice. Good to go. Yeah. Where do you Convenient. go, uh, We haven't really been any place, obviously, in, in several years. But there's a little place in Plymouth, a little place in Franklin. We're not really dedicated to anything per se. And I, I don't think it's usually a goal. You know, oftentimes, and this is going to sound really lame, but I don't like weekend traffic at stuff like that. Yeah. So it just automatically kind of a turn off, and I think no uh, general admission, no weekend traffic. Uh-huh. And then um, all the bees, <laughs> the bees around the cider mills are crazy that time of year. Oh my! I do love those donuts, though. So TJ has to go get you some donuts and brings them home. Is that it? I will like I want when I go to a cider mill, I just want to swing in and get my shit and go. So like Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to just pick you some up and bring them out here next <laughs> Even week? Even <for> better. You? <laughs> so funny. Will you bring me some dry um, cider too? Sure. <laughs> dry cider. What is dry cider? The the hard cider. The hard ciders. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, know I what like the dry ones. I might have some of those at home. I it's, you can buy that. Blake's hard cider. Blake's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of that at home. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. We'll have to try that on the show. Hey, Chuck, uh, what do you guys do? You and Queenie. So we go, and I was trying to look this up, but I'm sorry. There's one right behind our house. Oh, okay. And we go there quite oh a bit God. to look. Sad. I just can't remember the name. I remember hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Is it the pumpkin yeah. patch? Is it might it be the, the pumpkin, pumpkin patch. factory. Is pumpkin that what it's factory. Called? I can't. I I just can't remember the name. That's of it, right. But. Right down the road from us, like if you have kids, there's a place right down the road called The Bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like a huge orchard. They have, you know, like petting farm. They have oh, uh, nice. hay rides. They have a corn maze, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of like 
different like playground things. It's really great if you have, you know, younger kids to take there. It's it's nice. awesome. That's another thing we'll do. We'll just go for trail walks at oh, Kensington. Nice. Yeah. Oh, as the colors nice. of right mm-hmm. start to change and stuff, yeah. right? So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. The kids get to feed the birds out of their hands and yeah, it's nice. a good time. We do three seeders. Man, I can't tell you what city it's in, but it's like right on the border of Livonia, Plymouth. Three seeders, isn't it? It's Salem and it's basically Salem area, Salem North Northville. Oh yeah. Off a of six mile. Okay. Which Northville yeah. and Plymouth yeah. are. That sounds right. When okay. you go Neighbors. give me a call. I'm not All that right. far away. Three seaters in Salem. Yeah. <laughs> we know this place three seaters in Salem. Uh anyway. I think that's where I've it's been at. to that one. Yes. We've gone you know, there was years when my oldest son was younger that we would just be driving everywhere, checking out different places, trying to find like our place over the years. And eventually my wife found three seaters and I like that place. It's not too far from us. You know, it's not in Ann Arbor, but it's adjacent is ish in Northville. Yeah. Okay. It's in Northville. Um, but they have, they have pumpkins there. They have little different stands where you can sit and take family pictures that say the year in the background and like happy Halloween and stuff like that. Um, big haystacks that the kids can jump on that are like huge, big round ones. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, cider and pumpkin. I'm sorry, cider and donuts and all that kind of stuff you can buy inside. And there's corn maze, pumpkin patch. Inside, yeah. pumpkin patch, hay rides. I believe they have a corn maze. They do. Yeah. Okay, never done it. Um, and then they just have these like little tractor area around a corn pit where the kids can play. Just all these little things. There's a handful of live animals there, but it's big and expansive enough where you don't have a ton of people around you all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not crowded. But it's also fenced in enough that even when you have young kids, you don't have to worry about them getting away. Yeah. You're in a nice little enclosed area with a fence where, you know, you can see them everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. And when you have little kids, that's fantastic. So I'm a big fan of that place. Did you know you can rent fire pits there? I did not. Yeah. So they have, so in the back, like when you, when you pull in, the parking lot's kind of off to what would be the, the right of the, the barn and, and yep. where you go in and get donuts. And then they've got their, that train and the little petting zoo yep. to the left of where you get the donuts. In the back where they do the tractor rides, there's actually like six to eight fire pits with benches around them. Huh. So you can rent those spaces as like a family and come later on in the evening and, and, do like a have like a fire? Oh, that sounds yeah. like fun! Oh my god, we got to do that yeah. as a, as a group. They open. We, we get the whole team out there with the spouses. Eight of us fit around there. We get stoned around the fire, and then everybody can go home. It's a nice central location. It's not far from any of us, but not too far from any of us. I'm I'm interested. Yeah, sure. That would be sounds fun. great. Play some also, music Also, I totally want to go to a horror house, haunted house. Horror house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to a horror house. Horror, horror house. Wow. Let's do both. Yeah. I really, somebody scr- help me scratch that itch. I feel like I haven't been to one in so long and I enjoy them very much. I think they're fun. First date I ever had with my wife was we went to a haunted house. Yeah. I fucking hate haunted houses. <laughs> I, went, I went because she likes them. Are you going to go because I like them? <laughs> That's another thing we should do as a group. Yeah. I'm see, in. Tim? That could be doubtful. Did well, you ever well, see those pictures? Go? She might, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, she does like them still. She may. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> I think we should do that as a group. But Chuck came up with an idea the other night around the fire. I did. We it was were, a high idea. There's no way you remember. High idea. Yeah. He has some good ideas, and then I just take credit for him because he doesn't remember. He nice. forgets, obviously. <laughs> so no, here's Chuck's great idea of the night. 
We need to all go see Nope together. Oh, yeah. Specifically Ooh, with I Tim. Fucking Is this said the Jordan no. Peele? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it, it looks awesome. I'll go see that. I think we should really. It's a different kind of horror movie. Yeah. I'm in. I think you should try it. One I'm not interested in. Yeah, but as a group. Like as a group, we're all together. It's part of the show. It's like homework. And you, we could talk about it on the show. And that would interest you. All right, fine. I'll fucking go to the stupid movie and fucking eat popcorn fine. and shit. You guys are the worst <laughs> friends. Hate you. I'll go. Yeah, stop making me do stuff. I'll buy the weed. <laughs> nice. fucking we'll do like a premiere, but different. I'm just going to eat popcorn we'll and take a fucking nap. Eat some edibles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I won't even stay awake for the fucking movie. I'm giving oh you a sativa. No, <laughs> God damn it. I can't stop moving and I'm watching the fucking screen. Things coming right at me. Uh, I can just right, drop an Adderall in my Pepsi. Let's, <laughs> let's, I don't have that. Let's get to our Favorite horror movies. Now we redefine horror and what we think that is. Everybody gets to pick their favorite horror movie of all time, explain why, and then you get a secondary one. We'll go around a second time and you can pick something else for a different reason. Um, I've seen some of yours, not all of yours, and I'm kind of excited. We are going to start with Tim. <sighs> you got the twist. As you know, I'm not a big horror movie fan. Regardless. Regardless of, <laughs> of what definition. a big horror you are. Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the one that go, wants to go to the whorehouse. Got it. Horror house. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the whorehouse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Potato patata. All right. So my favorite movie, horror movie, um, as a kid, and it wasn't the first one that I saw. I don't know why. I honestly think this is my favorite movie. I, I guess just the the aspect of it, it being a little bit maybe more believable than the non-believable horror movies at the time. Um, but in 19, I'm sorry, 1992, this was based on a book series that originated in 1985. Okay. Um, so it was then made into a movie, Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Holy yes. crap. Mm-hmm. What a good pick. That movie right? scared the shit out of me. So, um, directed by Bernard Rose, right? Um, starred Tony Todd. That was the that was Candyman, the title of the character. And if you look in the mirror and you say his name five times, he'll appear behind you, breathing down your neck. Right. Mm. Premise of the movie: He was a a, a slave that was murdered, right, back mm-hmm. in the day, um, and there was just this premise of if you looked into a mirror. And you report, you repeated Candyman, right, a number of times. Then he shows up behind you, and you know he's there, right? He can murder you. So yeah, that's the premise of this movie. I've, I've and, never and, seen this movie. Yeah, why would people then say Candyman? Because they don't believe it. So they think, it's, a, they think yeah. it's a uh, just an urban legend, right? So, so here's a similar thing. So, urban legend called Bloody Mary. Sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. But now you think about all of the TikTok challenges and like things of that nature. That's why people did it, right? They did it to did it to do it to make to see if it worked or didn't work, right? It was the the belief or non belief wow. aspect. I've um, never seen it, but everybody's always talked about it. Yeah. No, oh, go ahead. It's it's based in the yeah. projects, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's based in the project. It has a majority black cast, um, mm-hmm. you know, within the movie. Um, and this this girl. Decides to to take down the challenge and, and do it and isn't she a reporter? I think yeah. So there's been several people that have gone missing 
right? Within the, the, the complex, right? And so it's kind of this investigation aspect and she starts hearing these stories, these urban legends and stories of, you know, the candy man has Mm -hmm. been doing it. That's kind of candy man. Okay. Ready? Candy man. Candy man. Candy man. Not today. Not today. Two more times. Candyman. One more. Candyman. And she thinks it's some, you know, crack addict or or someone like that, right? Yeah. Um, However, it's not. Right. So, yeah. So, it's great. It's a a wonderful movie. Yeah. And speaking of Jordan Peele, he redid, he, there's a second version of Candyman, which I, like, want to watch it. I have it's not seen it. definitely something I have flagged to be seen by me. Interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. The Candyman, the story you talked about, I believe was written by Clive Barker, one of the you know most famous people in horror. Interesting. Okay. That's, yeah. a, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peele's came out. His new Candyman came out August of last year. Oh, okay. August oh, wow. 27th so of 2021. I wonder yeah. if it's as good. Oh, no, I mean, wait. Hang on. Was yeah. I wrong about that? I no. remember seeing Candyman. It's... Scary as shit. Oh, I know writer that. Jordan Peele. And, okay. It was produced by Jordan Peele. Director Nia DaCosta. Yeah, I mean, if I went back and watched the original Candyman, I'm going to tell you it probably does not hold up, right? It's, it's not, you know, he does have a, a knife, so it's kind of a thrasher in some ways, but it's more of a, a scare horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, and, and again, that thought of, as a kid, you know, the Bloody Mary yeah. thing, right? And doing that yourself and nothing happening. Yeah. You still just, it's the anticipation. Of yes. it, right? I'm not so. doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, nope. I know, right? <laughs> no. Stuff like that freaks me out. Yep. I'm too much of you a scary cat. You watch people in the movie and you think to yourself, why the fuck would they do that? That's stupid. I go out of my way not to be that character. I'm not. I'm not doing any of those tropes. Yeah. No, thank you. No doubt. What's the, what was, what was the movie where they were in, going through the woods? Real shaky. Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Chuck, what do you got? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't That's know hilarious. that. Was, I didn't read the list. I didn't she put didn't it put it on the list. I didn't put it on the list. I wanted to. You yeah, don't read it. She doesn't put anything on it. It's right. apparently Chuck and Duke's <laughs> list. I read it and forget it. <laughs> then he reads and tells me to print out notes for him. That's so. favorable. Uh, I'm totally using. Yeah, I see this. Don't get in trouble, so, Chuck. I know. I'm trying. Uh, you know, I haven't been worried about that for a while, but, you know. So my, my first movie is Alien. And That's good. 1979. It's a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. Starring Sigourney Weaver. Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it. Okay? Yeah. A couple other actors, supporting actors. Tom Skerritt is in Top Gun. Tell me one thing. You had to go into battle. Would you want him with you? Yep. Mm-hmm. John Hurt. I mean, we all know who John Hurt is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can pull John Hurt out of a lineup. Yeah, yeah he's right. in uh, Iron Man. Isn't he? Yeah, Isn't John he the Hurt's guy a... that just died? He played the same role from Alien. You know, in the movie Alien. Yeah. 
I want to put, bring it in later. I don't want to bring okay, it in now. I want you to tell your stuff first. It's so not who you're thinking of, by the way. It's not, not who I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I don't know who John Hurt is. Oh, I made thinking, an assumption. No, you are thinking. Of, I know who you're talking about. Um, the guy from William Hurt. That's who I'm thinking of, not John Hurt. He played General Ross in Iron Man. That's who you're thinking of. William Hurt. Yeah, William Hurt. I said that a second ago. I said I was thinking of William Hurt instead of John Hurt. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> John Hurt. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is. You Everybody may have to tighten that one up. Yeah. Think. No, I, I clearly don't know who he is. I'm what, sorry. What I, I didn't mix up in? the name. He has been in Doctor Who. Good afternoon. I'm looking for the doctor. He was the doctor in Doctor Who for gotcha. a couple seasons. Okay. And King Ralph. See, I don't remember him in Alien. I mean, it's been he's so long since well, I've seen Well, explain the him. movie. I'll explain his scene. Gotcha. So Alien starts with a group of essentially miners, right? Going to some random planet and they're going to set up shop on it, right? They're going to explore it. And they run across a bunch of egg sacks and bring one back on their ship. I think one guy inside the, wherever they're exploring a cave gets like this the face hugger on his face, you know, implants the egg in him. And they have the spaghetti mm. scene. Like that's super famous, right? That guy. Really? Got the face hugger on him is John Hurt. Gotcha. Years later, he was in Spaceballs playing the same character at yes. a restaurant. Oh, that starts hilarious. to burst off, burst off his chest. Yep. He flips around onto the bar and looks at it as it's coming out of his chest. He goes, uh, Waitress! Waitress! Uh, what did he order? Oh, he had a special. Uh, that's what I ordered! I changed my order for the soup. Good move. Oh, no. Not again. Not, Not again. again. Yes. <laughs> I, I actually think hello, I remember him. Hello, my darling. Him. Hello, my baby. Better yes. than my own ragtime girl. So that's who John Hurt is. Yeah. Gotcha. I actually, I remember him better in that than I do in Alien. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, and obviously Sigourney Weaver, right? I mean, oh, you know. So good. Yeah. So, man, I saw this. A heroine before heroines. Mm-hmm. I saw this in the tagline on the movie. Do you remember? In space, no one can hear you scream. No one can hear you scream. That's great. Um, This movie freaked me out, man. When I was a kid. Mm -hmm, Me too. I saw it like when it came out. Why? Because you could go to space? No, man. Like (laughs) an alien hatching out of your chest? Oh my gosh. Freaky. Yes. That really freaked me out. And not real. The directing that. (laughs) Oh yeah, but. Totally real to him. (laughs) The directing that is incredible. You get these, these miners that have no business being around like anything like an alien like scientific maybe if it was you know the marines in there they'd be able to do something but these are just some you know normal miners they come down they set foot on this planet doesn't feel right don't feel like they should be here boom this this alien pops up grabs this dude's face and they take him back to the ship they're like whoa we're not going back down there but let's save our friend let's cut this Mm. thing off and they can't get it off they're trying to cut it. It gets it restricts his breathing. Uh, they try to cut it. Acid comes off. Like, there is no getting this thing off his fucking face. It is so freaky. And they have him in this quarantine glass room. Really scary. Watch yeah, this. Eventually, it just falls off on its own or something. And they're like, crawls away. No problem, man. Come back to. <laughs> See, that's a, that's a horror movie trope, right? Um, well, they wanted to kill the thing. But the, if you remember, they had a, cyber, uh, a robot. On board that yes. looked like a human. Yes. 
The bishop was in the second one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It oh. was the guy from Prometheus. Was it? Uh, a version of him. Huh. I don't remember that. Like 2.0. I'd have to rewatch Prometheus. Um, but this robot is essentially bad. He's working for a corporation, and the corporation wants him to preserve the alien because they see value in an alien. Yes. They don't know what it is yet, but they want to study it. So preserve the alien at all costs. Then they find out that this alien embedded something in this. Oh, no, they, I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew. So the, it was just like preserve this alien. That's what the robot's mission was. But nobody else knows this. Mm-hmm. And then this thing fucking bursts out of this guy's chest. He's back to normal. He's eating. He's talking, joking with everybody. Everything Life's back to normal. And all of a sudden he starts coughing. He's holding his chest. Freaky fucking scene. Such a freaky scene. Flips over on the table. It's so realistic. His chest just bursts open and this tiny creature jumps out, jumps on the floor, and is fucking gone. Yeah, and then that tiny creature uh, grows, right? He starts hunting all the people on the ship, essentially. Yes. And that's part of what's so creepy about it. Like you said, like the minor aspect of it, like they're cobbling together weapons and stuff to like try and fight this thing. Yeah. And it was laying eggs. It was laying those pods. Yep. No, 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 no. Uh, no, that was In the, the first alien movie, it's just it's this just alien, alien running around yep. the ship and it's growing. I it keep mixing them up in my head. Oh, bigger. I thought this one had the... So it comes down to, it's killed everybody in the ship. The robot's been destroyed, I believe. Um, and it's just... Ripley, Ripley cat. Sigourney Weaver and, mm. and her cat. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, trying to get to an escape pod. And then she gets in the escape pod and realizes the alien's in there with her. And it is so claustrophobic. She's in space. She is so far from home. It is chilling mm-hmm. yeah, to sit absolutely. there and sit through that. That was, that was rough. Yes. So I know it's your movie, but I have a story about it. <laughs> Sorry. Can't wait. <laughs> My dad, my dad took my sister, my, one of my older sisters, to see it. And she, it scared the shit out of her. Through the whole movie, <laughs> she was sitting in his lap. Uh, and she was, I don't know, I want to say she was like 15 years older than me. Go down the road. Aliens comes out. My mom's out of town. He takes me. And I'm like, I don't know, 12 or 13 at the time. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and the whole time I'm going to him, I'm like, tell me when something bad's coming. He's like, all right. Like, how is he going to know? He's never seen this before. Oh, that movie scared the piss out of me. Fuck yeah. That fran- that that series of movies, that franchise of movies is all, I love them. Well, yeah. you look through. I want to love them. I don't love all of them, but yes, I agree. When you I love through, the idea of it. When mm-hmm. you look through that list of uh, actors in that, it's exceptional. Great, great cast. But Sigourney Weaver as a lead heroine, really that Princess Leia role where she's, you know, Taking charge. She knows what needs to be done. She's not taking any shit. She's badass. Mm-hmm. Start looking through her other roles, man. She's got great ones. You look oh, at her yes. in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Again, lead lead heroine in the story. Uh, you look at, you don't think she was strong in that? No, no, no. I was going to say, that I think there's a movie that MJ knows her from. Why? That's where I was getting at. Gorillas in the Mask. You didn't, you yes. didn't read these, so you forfeited saying <laughs> I <anymore>. didn't literally <laughs> read them. That's how I, I know that. It, though. I figured everybody. it out. No, I think there's one more. And there is. That's what I'm getting to. She's been in all these strong roles that speak to you. Working girl. There it is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Chuck really shit on my build-up. How did I shit on it? I have it on my list. I knew about it. I wrote it on your goddamn list. But I was going to bring it up. You didn't. Well, editing was easy last week. This week, not so much. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm going to go back to my vision of horror movies where hack them, slash them up is probably a bad guy that they're mm. all scared of. That, that mm. was my original vision. So I stuck with that. 
I'm going with Scream. What's your favorite scary movie? From 1996. Wes Craven. Wes Craven's got quite the pedigree. Nightmare on Elm Street, People Under the Stairs, the original. Uh, <laughs> the Hills Have Eyes, the original. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they remade them, because they were scary as yes. shit. Yes. No shit. Scream. This guy knows his th- what he's doing. He gets this all-star cast that at the time is really young. Nev Campbell from Party of Five fame. That's what I am to you, isn't it? Swamp trash, just like my mom. Courtney Cox. I can't just walk away. I've, I've put in four hours. But, but look, you knew this about me when you married me. You agreed to take me in sickness and in health. Well, this is my sickness. Who's playing an older character on the show, and by older, I mean like young 30s compared to everybody else. But she was from Friends, Bruce Springsteen videos. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's tired. What? No, I got the Bruce Springsteen. You were really proud of that. Well, she's done so much else. And I'm late Bruce Springsteen. Right? Like, come on. She's done so much more than that. David Arquette, Ready to Rumble, Eight-Legged Freaks. The boss. I need a new sugar slush. Skeet Ulrich. Skeet, Skeet, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. From, uh, he, he was your show, Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Yep. I'm not trying to rush you at all. I was only half serious. Um, Matthew Lillard. From Scooby-Doo, also your your girl we talked about last week, uh, Cardellini. Yes, Linda. She was in Scooby-Doo as well. She played Thelma. And I know that your back has been hurting. So after dinner, hot gummies, hot tub. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Lillard was also in Bosch, and she's all that. It's got so many people. Rose McGowan, Jamie Kennedy, W. Earl Brown, Henry Winkler. Hey. More. I mean, it's just this... Really weird, eclectic list of actors. And at the time, Henry Winkler hadn't done anything in forever. Bit parts and weird things like a Law & Order episode. Right? Him too. He's, he's really funny. He's really come back in yeah. the last 15 years. He has. But back in 1996, it was so strange seeing him in a movie. Like, is that fucking Henry Winkler? Yeah. Um, it starts off the whole movie with Drew Barrymore. Like America's sweetheart. Everybody knows who she is. It's like, oh, she's a star of this movie, right? It's starting off with her walking around her house, and she takes this weird phone call, and the guy's kind of flirting with her. She's kind of joking back and forth. She's making popcorn. It's, this house is filled with windows. It's dark outside, and she's just walking around doing her thing. And she finally starts to get a little creeped out. She hangs up on the guy. Uh, hello? Why don't you want to talk to me? Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What's yours? Guess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Well, well, the first one was, but the rest sucked. So, you got a boyfriend? (laughs) Why, you want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? Um, No. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? I want to know who I'm talking to. That's not what you said. What do you think I said? What? Hello? Uh, 
Look, I gotta go. Wait, I thought we were gonna go out. Uh, nah, I don't think so. Don't hang up on me. He calls back. She hangs up. He calls back. She starts to freak out. Like, all of a sudden, a, a chair, a patio chair comes through the window. She is screaming. She starts running outside. He chases her. And it's a, you know, black outfit kind of flowing. And it's what they call a robe. ghost face. Yeah, black mm. robe, black gloves. Like, you can't really see anything. And he's got this white, long ghost face and a black hood. Uh, he's known now as Ghostface, right? That's where everybody talks right. about yep. Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. This guy is Ghostface. Um, so it starts. You're in the first five minutes of the movie, and they kill the main star. It <laughs> like, is a great opening scene. It is. It he is. hacks and slashes her and hangs her from a tree as her friends or, or her family's parents. pulling up. Her parents are pulling up to the house and walking inside, and she's dead hanging from this tree. It's fucking shocking. That's the start of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie is kind of a murder mystery. Like, we know one of these characters in the movie is Ghostface. We just don't know who it is. So there's all these little gimmicks that the director pulls. Like, you'll see Henry Winkler's shoe at one point, and it matches Ghostface's shoe. So you think, oh, shit, is that, I mean, is that the same character? Mm. Is it Henry Winkler? Is he the murderer? Because if so, I'm not buying this, which it was not. <laughs> um but it just ha- it has these different riffs, and you never really trust anybody. You never really know what's going on, and you finally get to the... Oh, and then there's also Jamie Kennedy in it, in his, probably his best role ever. Yeah. And he breaks down movie tropes. He's a huge movie guy. He'll tell you, talk about any movie. And he's talking about horror movies and all the things you're not supposed to do. Right. And it takes all these old tropes from old horror movies, and he breaks them all down. Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Big no-no! Big no-no! Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. (laughs) No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. And it just shows you how this movie is going to be different already. And it is because not only do they unmask who the murderer is, uh, there's more than one. So it's just, it's really neat. It's, and I'm not going to spoil everything. I'm it. sure people have it seen was good. it. If mm-hmm. you haven't, the original was really great. I know they remade it recently, but it's also a continuation. It's in the same universe. It has the same characters as, you know, older people now. So it's not a remake. It's kind of a reboot. But uh, I heard it's good. I haven't watched it yet. There is also, I have not either. Yeah, and either. they also did a parody of it in the, in the scary movies. Yep. Oh, it wasn't that in the first one. I think the first scary movie was kind of. I remember seeing that first scary movie and it starred Anna Faris. Mm -hmm. She was very, very young. Yes. Mm -hmm. She, at the time, could have been your twin. Mm -hmm. You guys had similar voices. You looked alike. Oh my God, I'm going to die next Monday? Yes. No, wait, Monday? That would be seven business days. This is seven days starting now. So seven days to this very hour? My watch broke. How am I going to know the exact hour? Forget hours. This day, seven days from now. But there's a holiday coming up. Do you count the holiday as a day? Well, that depends. What holiday? Martin Luther King Day? Then no. 
Why not? Everybody at work is taking it off. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's, I've always thought that. I like her. Yeah, she's I cool. Like her. I think that's when I, I would say it's safe to say that maybe I was first introduced to her. Yeah. Oh, I think that was her first role. Yeah. Scary movies. Scary movies. The first one was so funny. They're, they're fun. And I especially, the first one, so speaking of Scream, that is the opening scene with Carmen Electra and Pam Anderson. Yep. And they're like, you and honey, you. And they're like, <laughs> it's, they're parodying <laughs> the ring, like watching yeah. the ring. Oh, I forgot but about But then remember, that. Carmen Electra runs out of the house and she's in her white bra and underwear and the sprinklers turn <laughs> on and she's like, running, oh, She's running all sexy <laughs> and like stops to flip her hair around and look all hot and Carmen Electra like. That's awesome. <laughs> Remember she married Dennis Rodman? Ugh. We all make mistakes. <laughs> yes, that I think mine. that's a great selection. Thank I thought you. that movie yeah. was unique yeah. at the time yeah, and for sure. uh, really fun. Yeah, all right. What do you got, MJ? So, um, you know, something that has always terrified me is, um, you know, religious aspects in movies, yeah. hauntings, demonic possessions, all that type of stuff. I, I believe in the spiritual realm. I wouldn't say I'm a religious person per se, but I do believe in, in that being, you know, there's, there's other stuff out there. So my pick that's related to that is the exorcism of Emily Rose, which was, um, in 2005 and it is based on a true story. Um, the, uh, the, of a lawyer played by Laura Linney, who is Ozark Truman show okay. Mothman prophecies, mm-hmm. who, by the way, mm-hmm. I believe you can probably step into anything that Laura Linney is in and it is going to be very good, but it, it won't be ours. It, it'll be yours. Money doesn't know where it came from. Um, And she takes on a negligent homicide case involving a priest who is played by Tom Wilkinson. He's from Michael Clayton, Snowden. He plays um, Carmine Falcone in Batman Begins. Absolutely. No gun. I'm insulted. And he performed an exorcism on young 19-year-old woman who is played by Jennifer Carpenter, who was Dexter's sister in Dexter. She was in White Chicks. So this John comes out of nowhere. He's got me by the throat. I can't reach around to get my gun. And I see he has a nipple ring. She is a phenomenal... (laughs) I think her um, ability to really tap into some of the really dark and loud places she does very well. And that's why I think she did this part so well. And, um, this was considered a rare and controversial decision at the time that the Roman Catholic church officially recognized the demonic possession of 19 year old Emily Rose. Her exorcism was recorded and that audio tape recording played a crucial role in the events that followed. So he pretty much, Um, met with her to judge if she was possessed and that's why everything was recording and this was everything leading up to the actual exorcism and um, it it was just so scary 
and if you've, you know, originally the exorcist, the exorcist itself, that movie just was downright terrifying. And I couldn't imagine the nightmare that that must be to exist in that place and have something that nobody can see or believe be taking over your mind and your body and just like running you. So is this movie, I'm a little confused, is this movie like supposed to be from a documentary point of view? Not or? at all. It's, oh, okay. it's a it's a dramatization based okay, on gotcha, true perfect. events, right? <laughs> yep. So it is... So the Catholic Church recognized that she was possessed? Yes. And what year was that? Uh, that was... It may not be there, I'm sorry. There. Oh, I did not put what year that was. It was not that long ago, though. That's crazy like in, to me. in the eighties or something. What I would say, I'll have to look that up and Reginald put in the notes. Corroborate that. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. um, that's yes. crazy to me that the Catholic Church would recognize that. That's amazing. Because mm-hmm. that wasn't easy to do. No, right? Have you, never, have you never seen this? No, absolutely not. I know Jesus. nothing about it. Christ. That's why we do these fucking shows. Cheese mm-hmm. and rice. <laughs> it is intense. It is an intense ride, and that's, that's scary shit, right? Like yeah. that is. It makes you feel like you shouldn't be watching something like that because it could, right? You're like getting in tuned and in touch with it to some degree. So I guess it just, to me, that almost makes you feel like you might be more open to something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't like the hacker slasher movies because the thought of the knives and the cutting and everything is, it's too much for me. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Uh, And then the shock value of the jumping out. I hate that. Mm -hmm. Mm. Then you get pair that with anything, like you said, you start talking about the religious shit, it really gives me the heebie-jeebies. Me too. So I usually tend to avoid those. So that's why I haven't seen this or know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Can't and wait to go to a haunted house with all of you. And yeah. <laughs> you're going to be the biggest man out of all of us, can I tell you that? Like, you're be like, you guys, this is clearly fake. Because I go screaming out of there. Right? Ah! Ah! He's and there's so many examples of this across the world in different generations and every culture of these things happening and being documented. And so to me, in my mind, I'm like, how could this stuff not be real? And if there is something to combat it, like a religious exorcism being yeah. performed, like, wow, yeah. what does that say about what? We That's don't crazy. see yeah. things we don't see. and that, fu- that kind of fucks me up. I don't like that. I, it was a, it's a scare. I, um, I watched just the trailer when I was, you know, trying to gather my, my notes for today. And I was freaked out and wanting to watch it again. It's on Amazon Prime. So I think I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and pursue it. I like to get freaked the fuck out. Literally brought again. back demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could handle that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm realizing? I may not believe in God. But I'm kind of scared of hell. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's not something I would have ever watched or wanted to watch. And just knowing about it, that it's out there kind of freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes. Where do we leave off? Are we back to the front tonight? Yeah. We are. We're back at 10. I'm a little high still from China China Piss. From (laughs) Cheetah Piss. Cheetah Piss. So close. (laughs) Pissed down by a fucking cheetah. All right. What do you got, Timbo? Yeah, so I'm going a little off the cuff for this one, right? Because I'm going to change it up because of what our conversation earlier, right? The Jetsons? Fuck <laughs> you. No, not the Jetsons. <laughs> okay. The fact of our definition of horror, right? Yeah. Okay. So 
I thought for a second, and, and one that kind of came to mind, and I was like, no, that's it's right on the fence. You guys remember the Burbs? Yeah. Yes. Right, Tom Hanks. Right, 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 right. But before the Burbs, there was arachnophobia. Oh, you guys remember that? I thought yeah. arachnophobia came out. 1990. It's an old. It's an old. It's an old. John, uh, no, John Goodman. It's me, the Colonel. It don't take a bony fired Einstein genius to know that I'm an oldie fashion sort. But when it comes to the subjugation of marriage rights, why well, I reckon I'm a bit more progressive than my pals down at Chick Fil A. Yep, let it be known that Colonel Sanders loves the gays. Hell, I, I might even be gay. Hey, Colonel, dinner's almost ready. Be right there, O'Marion. Right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> yes. Also, John Goodman was the exterminator. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Daniels was the guy that ran... The homeowner. Yeah, he was a homeowner, and he was an arachnophobe. He was Mm -hmm. afraid of spiders. Um, There was this spider, I don't know, deadly spider over in the jungle somewhere over in Africa that bit a doctor, came back in the body. Oh, no. (laughs) Came back in the casket. In the casket. And sucked his blood the whole way home. Oh, exactly. Stop it. (laughs) Oh, this is freaking me out already. This thing was massive. I, forgive me, may I no, just interject with the scene? Yes, please. <laughs> so it, when they're in the forest, what they do is they're, um, what are what are the insect, the people that study insects called? Do you know what that scientific term is? Okay, anyway. Insect scientists? <laughs> <laughs> so they're in this jungle and they set these smokers out under this huge canopy of a tree and they put all of these collection buckets and funnels and things out to collect everything that comes out of the trees trying to probably find and identify new new insects and you hear at one point this massive thud (laughs) that hits this bucket and it is this gigantic spider and so it ends up getting out and I feel like Get, MJ doesn't like spiders. Gets in this. I oh, don't like man, spiders. Movie, this is freaking that me out. That is why this movie will have you be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror. That's how you watch it. Heart it is a house. It is a horror comedy. I've never it seen it. It is a horror some, comedy. Yes. Some comedic a, elements. I do like Jeff Daniels and I do like John Goodman. John yes. Goodman. But. I really fucking hate spiders. John oh Goodman gosh. is the over-the-top like uh, pest control guy. It's yeah. hilarious. What year was this again? 1990. 1990. Okay. So, anyways, this spider makes its way into Jeff Daniels' house. It it mates with a standard spider, mm-hmm. a basic spider, basic spider, <laughs> basic barn because spider. the the spider, the, the deadly spider, can't reproduce or something like that. It doesn't have male or female organs, mm. okay? Um, That's right. So, but it does somehow mate with this house spider. House spider plants these eggs, and these spiders start to grow to be massive in size. Like how big? <laughs> no, I think the spiders, the, the, the babies there themselves the are pretty small. Yeah, the babies are small, but the queen and the guard were big. Huge. <laughs> yeah. How big is the queen? People size? <laughs> What? Oh my God! No, this thing was like. No. I mean, take whatever the biggest tarantula you've ever seen is, and like ten times like that size. size or smaller? No, not okay. quite that size. Like a cantaloupe size? I think that's a fair 
It was pretty uh, big, man. Bowling ball? No, yeah. pretty big. As far as as far as circumference goes, yeah. I would say that's fair. Okay. Like a bowling ball. Yeah. So if this was a dick measuring contest, I'd rather go with Tim, who's clearly exaggerating, and MJ, <laughs> who's getting very precise. <laughs> but just so we are all on the same page, continue. Human size. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this thing is fucking huge. You should have seen it. Like, ate a car. <laughs> My wow. dick's so big it ate a car. At least the rear view mirror. Uh, She's like, he measured it. Yeah. She's like, it's more like this. So so the movie, uh, of course, progresses where they're trying to get rid of these spiders, save the house, and, and he's Jeff Daniels is trying to get over his fear of, of spiders. And he has to do that because that's the only way he can save his family. Um, and the final scene, which I think is one of the best scenes, is there's a fire down in their wine cellar. And uh, he, takes a, he takes a nail gun and he fires it. As the spider's jumping at his face, and it pins the spider through the Ugh. through the head and takes him into the fire, and then it kind of like nails blows up, the, yes. yeah, or melts or something like that. But the whole leading up to it with the spider and him just having the stare off and him trying to figure out like the spider is coming at him and it's going <laughs> to kill him. Yeah, fuck that. I know why you should watch it. Absolutely not. So when you first told me you were going to talk about this movie. I thought you were talking about another movie called Eight-Legged Freaks with um, David Arquette. That also was about spiders, but those were huge. Those were like the size of a car. They were just yeah, those gigantic. were not huge. Yeah. Yep. I didn't see it, but I remember seeing it on the commercials, and I remember saying, there's no way I'd ever fucking see that movie. <laughs> I don't like spiders, especially giant spiders. When you started talking about it, I was scared of that. Now I'm still scared of this. Now she's got me scared of the demonic shit. <laughs> if Chuck talks about demonic spider movie, I'm just we're ending done. this episode. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. It's over. <laughs> what do you got, Chuck? So my movie is about a demonic spider. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. So my my second movie is uh, from 2007. It is a Quentin Tarantino movie. Ooh. I love Quentin Tarantino. So this is Death Proof. I love his movies, not yeah. him specifically. Oh, I get it. It's probably aggressive. I, I apologize. Didn't see Which that movie? one yet. So this is Death Proof. It was released as a sort of a double feature thing with yes. the Robert Rodriguez movie. I think the double feature was called Grindhouse, if I'm not mistaken. With Rose McGowan having yeah. the yeah. Um, leg, the machine gun, the machine leg. gun yep. leg, and she was in both movies, I believe. Right, mm-hmm. pretty sure. Um, so, and I think his that movie was Planet Terror or something. That movie was yeah. fucking weird as shit, man. I want to go back and watch that. Actually. I need to see both of those. Th- that was a weird movie, but uh, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof was fantastic. I loved this when it came out. So this is Kurt Russell. Time to go to work, baby. Let's do it. He is a stunt driver with a really special car. Um, so it starts off with him in a bar and he's like talking to these three chicks or something. And he essentially is hanging out with them or whatever afterwards. And he's going to take the one girl home, but she wants to check out his cool stunt car or whatever. You offering me a ride home? I'm offering you a lift. If when I'm ready to leave, you are too. And when are you thinking about leaving? Truthfully, I'm not thinking about it. When I do, you will be the first to know. So she gets in this thing and it's like, it's all 
like these roll cages and stuff. And um, so he's driving and he's telling her about the car and stuff. Well, he's got a special compartment. Special compartment. So inside of it, in the passenger seat, is not actually protected. It looks like it is. Like it has a roll cage and stuff, but it's not actually protected. So he, he, I think he slams on the brakes and like rams her head into the dash. So she, there's a special seat that is there for the camera operator or camera, and it's protected in like a plastic casing to protect the camera. So he explains to her, this is where I put the camera, look through there, because I do stunt driving, blah, blah, blah. So it makes sense why she would get into this willingly. He's not yeah. like kidnapping her. So he's giving her a ride back, so she gets into this plastic casing inside his car. Which is essentially a death trap. Yeah. So, and, I, and I, I'm pretty sure he like rams into the the back of her friend's car and stuff and like runs them off the road uh not quite close he so like you said he's hitting those brakes and she's just i mean there's nothing to stop her all practical effects for that too there was no cgi which So, so she's just getting hit on this plastic back and forth all around clearly painful he speeds way up ahead of her friends, turns off his headlights, turns around, comes back right at them, hits yes. them head on. Everybody in the car, I believe, both cars oh, dies, yeah. yep. except, except him, him because he had a mouth guard on, a helmet on, the roll cage, <laughs> he all this shit. He was prepared for the accident. So he ends up getting fucked up. He's in the hospital and everything, but he's like, he took out all these women. It's messed up. And then, and that's just the opening. Yeah, right? that's how it starts. So I think you flash forward like a year or something, and the main characters kind of come in, which is essentially Rosario Dawson and Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell at the time, I think she was from Australia, and she was like a stunt woman. And she did all of her own stunts in this, which were fantastic. I mean, she was like up on top of the car, like surfing on it. She was hanging on to like the sides of the roof on the top. And all of it was her doing her own stuff. Like the car is trying to shake her and get rid of her. But she is not letting go. She's all over the thing, sliding off. I mean, it's death to Dang. How is this guy not in jail after killing three people if he's in the hospital? Well, the, they just come out like and investigate it. Yeah, uh, the, no. the sheriff like kind of suspects him. You know what I mean? But he doesn't have any proof. Yeah. Why would somebody crash their car into somebody else like that? Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Um, so essentially, they kind of, I think they, they end up at like this convenience store and they start talking to them about cars and stuff. And Zoe Bell's character is like super into cars. And they end up, you know, in this huge like chase scene where they're climbing between cars I and, forgot about you know, fighting this guy. And they eventually. They fuck him up, man. I mean, yeah. they like run him off the road and like crash him into another car, and he's like sitting there crying and stuff. Like Kurt Russell just bawling his eyes out. It's a fantastic ending, but it was it was pretty creepy, man. I yeah. mean, you know the the stunts and stuff, like especially knowing that they were all like legit. Yeah, um, pretty pretty creepy movie to me. Hmm. Hmm. He likes to invite. I mean, Quentin Tarantino likes to stick with a lot of the same people. So Zoe Bell's been in a number yes. of his movies yep. as a stunt person. Um, and then, oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's been in a number of his things also. He has, so. yeah. yeah, he likes to share a lot of his, or bring a lot of his actors between Some movies. people get how he directs, and, mm-hmm. you know, as a director, mm-hmm. you probably like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just read an article recently about Quentin Tarantino and all his, all his movies. He only wants to have a certain amount. I can't remember how many it's going to be um, because he doesn't want to be directing too long yep. and create shit down the road. So he's kind of set this number for himself. I'm only going to do X amount of movies and then just be done from it and I'll do other things. Well, then somebody asked, are, were there any movies you felt incomplete or you wish you could do over? He's like, Death Proof. 
That was the only one he feels like he lost his vision on or something like that. I thought that was interesting because it's a, it's a Tarantino movie, man. Yeah. Heavy dialogue and it's a horror movie, which isn't his thing, but he does it in a horror way. I, I don't yeah, know. It was that very, was his dive into horror, which yeah. I appreciate for yeah. him. You I know what I mean? Was what neat. was Dusk to Dawn then? Uh, oh, that's that horror? Point. I think that's horror. Well, yeah. under these new guidelines that we have, it's <laughs> definitely <laughs> horror. Yeah. No, I guess that's a fair point, but yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good choice. He's obviously had an interest in it yes, to yeah. pursue it right. a second time around or at all. Right. Right. Agreed. That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. I actually would, I would recheck that. So I would check that out again. So it's not a birder movie for me. I feel like yes. I, this will be, this is good takeaways for me to get my, my fall lineup in places. I do love to get my horror movies on. No. Well, I have a movie for you <laughs> that you've probably never heard of. Okay. Have you ever heard of Nightbreed? No. No. Well, this is my next movie. This one fucked me up. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, directed by Clive Barker. I mean, who doesn't know that name when it comes to horror? Writer of things like Hellraiser and Candyman. Yep. Hellraiser, he did on a $2 million budget. It was really That's crazy. low rent, especially all the shit they put into that. Mm. Um, so because of that... He was able to get Nightbreed, and they really increased his budget. I don't remember how much it was, but it was, a, it was a huge leap forward. He came up with this idea of really thought about monsters and people that were monsters. Like picture like Frankenstein, werewolf. Um, but there was going to be like a superhero level of monsters out there in the world. Like, you know how in the comic books and movies now, there's all these superheroes being made. Mm-hmm. What if they weren't superheroes? What if they were just monsters? What if they were made and they just tucked themselves away into their own little society and you didn't see from see them? But what would their world look like? You know, if you found where they lived, what would that be like? So he creates this really strange world that in his mind was going to be a three-part movie. And the first movie was going to be called Cabal. And it was based on a book he wrote. And... The thought was this guy finds out he's a monster, right? He, he finds his way to this town. I can't remember where it is uh, or the name of it. Oh, Midian. They're going to find their way to this. I'll read you a little clip. A troubled young man is drawn to a mythical place called Midian where a variety of friendly monsters are hiding from humanity. Meanwhile, a, st- a sadistic serial killer is looking for a patsy. So in this world of monsters that are fucked up and it is freaky... There's a serial killer in there. So they're trying to explore what's happening, find out who this is. You're getting used to this new monster world. It is so strange and different, but then they've totally fucked it up because the the person at Fox who was in charge of creating a trailer for it was so freaked out and scared that he didn't watch the whole movie to make the trailer. He went through and just grabbed bits and pieces. So the trailer itself was nonsensical and never made you think of what this movie was really about. Instead, they, they, they labeled it and marketed it as so-and-so's, uh, this woman, Carrie, doesn't know what her boyfriend's really like. And it's like, that's not what this movie's about. <laughs> so that, and they didn't really market it at all. So Clive Barker's furious. First of all, he finishes this thing. It's a two and a half hour movie. And they're oh, like, that's long. They're like, no. You're not doing a two and a half hour movie. They knock it down to uh hour and 42 minutes. Whoa. That's, That's the first lot. problem. Yeah. You're taking an hour out of this guy's movie. Yeah. 
that's going to be a lot of the plot, I would imagine. And they have to rearrange some things to make it make sense. Second problem is it's starring nobody. There's nobody in it worth mentioning at the time specifically. Nobody knew who any of these people were. So how do you advertise for a movie where nobody's going to know the people? Mm-hmm. Not unlike Star Wars, right? Um, he wanted three parts in a deep story of who all these monsters were in this world. Uh, when it finally gets released and he's furious because of the trailer and the marketing and, and their other excuse was, Fox was, look, the people that come to see these movies, we don't need to market to. So a trailer's not going to matter to them. They're going to come see it anyway. And he's like, you don't understand. <laughs> this is something different than just a horror movie. Um, another fun little fact, the soundtrack, the score was written by Danny Elfman. You know, from like Batman, Army of Darkness, Nightmare Before Christmas, Tales from the Crypt, Donnie Darko, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and so much more. He's this incredible music director. So Clyde Barker's pissed. Obviously, they didn't make another two movies. It was just that one and done. Mm. Years go by. He's talking about this at some festival, how it wasn't his original vision and what he wanted to do, and everybody's up in arms all of a sudden. And now we're in this new world of... Twitter and where you your voice can be heard if you get enough people behind you. And they end up somehow getting him the original tapes so that he could do his essential director's cut. Instead of putting out Nightbreed, he switched it to the Cabal cut, Nightbreed the Cabal cut. And now we have a completed vision of at least that first movie that he actually shot. And the movie's fantastic. Nice. It is fucking fantastic. It is so fucked up and kind of scary Early, early on, this guy decides to like cut off the skin around his face, and he has these blades like, on a ring. So it's like a ring with a razor blade on it. He just starts carving up his own face. It fucked me up. I was like, oh, my God. Like I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting, different, neat movie. So, MJ, if you're looking for something. When did you, when was that cut released? Yeah, 2014. Oh okay. oh, okay. And when was the original one, you said? 1990. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, that's a big difference. 24 okay. years later, he got cool. back to it. So, so did you see the original or the I cut? I saw the original. I haven't seen the cut. The original okay. fucked me up. Oh. The original was still a great story. Okay. The original was fantastic, yeah. but they didn't market it to the right people, and that's why nobody knows it about it. Seems like a lot of failures there. There I was. Jeez. Yeah, there no was. No doubt. Clive Barker was pissed. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. When people Clive don't pissed. do the job right and screw yeah. it up. Well, you can see someone when people like... people are idiots. You look at George Lucas <laughs> in Star Wars. Everybody's an idiot, though. Right? George Lucas in Star Wars. I only make that comparison because Clive Barker had this vision of a three-part story. Mm-hmm. George Lucas, man, got Star Wars done by the skin of his teeth, right? He barely got that fucking thing done the way he wanted to, and he still made concessions. Mm-hmm. Whereas Clive Barker just sounds like he was able to make the movie he wanted to. Because he had the name recognition. Right. And nobody went and saw it because they just didn't market it well or advertise Ex- it well. Execute His, what he put into place well. Yeah. I don't know if that would happen today. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. So, MJ, you still have one left? I do. I'm wrapping it got? up with... Uh, so I want to preface this one with some of the best horror movies that have been put out... Um, have been done on a shoestring budget. Oh, yeah. So that means a lot of suspense, a lot of your mind filling in the tricks, and that is what makes the that all the more scary because you can't see. What you can't see and touch and feel is, is very scary. So the other 
um, fun fact about this particular movie is that this was this film was in the Guinness Book of World Records for top budget box office ratio. The film itself cost sixty thousand dollars to make, and it made back two hundred and forty eight million dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> and this movie I speak of is the Blair Witch Project oh from nineteen ninety nine. So I I, you know. Yeah, the um, the cast itself was not really a known cast, and I don't think any of them went on to have real notable acting oh. careers afterward either. So that in itself makes the fo- the film again in that anomaly place, and it's all based on three film students who vanish traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. And in search of this local legend, these three amateur documentarians hike into these gloomy Black Hills forests in pursuit of evidence of this fable Blair Witch events, you know, urban legends, just stories told through time. This is all on the East Coast where, you know, all of the... Women were witches yeah, and witch trials, murdered unnecessarily all the time for being claimed to be witches. Um, and then after, uh, at one year after they set out, there's still no sign of them, but they have their raw footage that left that was left behind. So for this one for me is all that primal fear, that what you can't see, that idea of being lost in a forest, mm-hmm. not being able to find your way, and then your things that you brought to be able to entrust to help you navigate your way through and orient yourself like your compass are getting all fucked up and you can't use these things and there's these psychological tricks and things happening around you and and anomalies and phenomenons and it's very confusing and scary and then panic and anxiety start to arise and you can't make proper decisions and so all of that um is God, you made that sound scary, and the movie actually was. Yeah, the movie you was really scary. did. <laughs> no, actually, that <laughs> movie kind of freaked me out. When I, I walked saw out it. on yeah. this movie. Really? Yep. Huh. I at the time, I forget what injury I had. Probably a, a nut injury. It was not a nut yeah. injury. <laughs> Taint for sure. Then. Pretty sure it was I'm my. Just, I'm pretty sure it was my ankle. I and I was on anus. I was on. I was on Vicodins. I think I was on like six or eight hundred milligrams of Vicodin. And me and some buddies decided to go to this movie and we decided to have some drinks before we went into the movie. Now I did not know how terrible the camera work mm. was going to be. And cause again, low budget, oh, yeah. very shaky camera. Cause it's, it's supposed to be the self footage, yes, right? Like, yes. Running, you yeah, know, like exactly. you're not giving a shit about the footage. You're just trying to get out of right. there. And so we got a little tipsy and I'm on Vicodin and like, I don't know, three quarters way through this movie. My one buddy had to leave cause he threw up. And I was just sitting there, and it was getting worse and worse. I was like, I have to leave this movie. So I ended up leaving the movie. To this day, I still have never seen it. Well, actually, I have. I've seen the end of that movie, finally. But did you leave it a terrible review? Nope, I did not. <laughs> I had to I, leave halfway through. I hate these guys. I could see that being... I did not see it in the movie theater. I saw So it I could theater. see it being overwhelming. Huh. It was so in, tough. In such a yeah. big um, picture. We sat close, too. That was the same movie theater. Ooh, I can't do that. We sat like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was much younger at the time when I went and saw this movie, right? What year was this thing from? 1999. There you go. Young Buck. Yeah. So I was 19. 
<laughs> you were 19 in 1999. Yeah. So I was underage drinking and on, uh, on And bikes. this was the year of the Woodstock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. All That's what sense. I was doing. Yeah. All makes sense. Full picture. I remember my buddy, we had, I think we just bought in, brought in like a pint of like Jack Daniels or something like that. And he bought a glass pint. He didn't get like a plastic one. <laughs> fucker dropped it oh, like halfway no. during the movie and it just starts clanking down like yeah. right it's like <laughs> it ants. yeah it's embarrassing <laughs> um other, when i was thinking of shoestring budget movies by the way two that came immediately t- immediately to my mind that sort of fit that similar profile as jaws mm, to mm-hmm. come back on yeah. that one and halloween was the same way yeah um, those are two that jump out at the top of my head. That I mean, the classic, the classic horror movies were all done on small budgets, right? Yeah. And and they ended up being really wonderful movies, like really innovative ways of. I went through a stretch where I really liked horror movies, mm-hmm. and it was somewhere late in high school, like ninety two, ninety three. So I was I don't know, junior senior in high school, and the, all the way through when Rob Zombie came out with The House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. I'm guessing that was around 2004. Total guess. I think that was the last time I went to see a horror movie in the theater. And that movie scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was, was a, a fucked up movie. That was a really fucked up movie. I just don't need it. I don't need That's yeah. what I came to. So I agree. I've seen a handful <laughs> since then, like Get Out as an example. Anyway. All right. It was that a was, good movie, though. So my point was there was a time I loved him. I watched everything, and then finally I was just done. I'll never go to a theater again to see one except for a Nope if we do it together. Yeah. I think Nope looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It looks scary as fuck. I don't even know what I'm scared of. I just know it looks scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks good. All right. And what is this Jordan Peele's fourth? He's making a name for himself. Yeah. For, he really for likes sure. that. And as I, I've been watching back through Key and Peele again, because it's like Broad City for me, if I'm not watching the one, I'm watching the other. And I tell he touches a lot on on it, even in his... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never even watched a lot of show. Key and Peele. I've seen the ones that people sent me mm-hmm. over the years, but I didn't watch it originally. I got to go back and watch that. Yeah. I, they're very fun. Season three. You All can, right. You can let's, take that one, that whole one. Let's get out of here. Let's get to the B side. If that blue oyster shit met that Afghan Kush I had, uh, and they had a baby, and then meanwhile, that crazy Northern Light stuff I had, and the super red espresso snowflake met and ball. had a baby, and by some miracle, those two babies met and fucked, this would be the shit that they burnt. What's it called? Cheetah Piss, which is a hybrid, and this has the terpene of carophylline in it, and this is a trifecta of quality strains from Growing Passion and Cookies Fam. Cheetah Piss crosses Lemonade Gelato 42 and London Pound Cake 97. While the name is an homage to famous old school strain Cat Piss, there isn't much in common when it comes to the highs. As far as the terpene profile, Cheetah Piss is funky just like cat piss, reminding consumers of those strains with weird, uncommon qualities. This gives us the effects and feelings of aroused, uplifted, and giggly. Well, I liked this stuff. We're, we're going to smoke it again here. We got this from Sky Mint. It's one of those things, I when you look at lineage of some stuff, I get really excited. I'm like, oh, that had, you know... Pineapple Express in it or something like that. Oh, that was from Jack Hare. Like you start getting on some that you like and you see them and it gets you excited. 
I didn't know anything in this one for cheetah piss. No, I haven't heard of the, any yeah, of those strains. But I really enjoyed all of it. So in the future, <laughs> if I ever see something down the road that says it has cheetah piss in it, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cat piss, cheetah cat piss, piss, dog yeah, piss. Yeah, cat piss. Bring it on. <laughs> all right. Or even pursuing some of those strains as their own. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a it's good, a good idea. one. It's a, it's a, you can definitely feel the hybrid part of it. You know what I mean? It's very, has a very, uh, has qualities from both, like really specifically. Well, I told the weed whisperer we needed something that made us feel creative, that we were and giggly, and uh, I think she did a good job. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with this stuff. All right, let's go hit it again, and uh, we're gonna pause, don't stop, and then we'll get out to the B set. About to start a little puff, puff giving this motherfucker. <laughs> you down? Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Whoa. I'll get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. Did you guys see the story on the Belle Isle slide? Oh, my gosh. Did you see the video footage (laughs) of people? slides that come down like this in waves and it's made of some kind of metal and they're on the these potato sacks and they're going so fast and they like jump off each hill and they're like getting hurt as oh, they land yeah. they I, look like they're getting I didn't realize that was on Belle Isle I have <laughs> seen that bouncing yeah. oh so they right. brought it back yeah. And then they shut it down. <laughs> yeah. After, like, the first it was like yeah, one day, oh, one or two days. Awesome. And then they took the last week, they like re- didn't re-wax it, but they did something and so now it's like it's much smoother. Under control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they Somebody it. went a little crazy with the turtle polish. So it was fucking blown out and he was like this is going to be fun. This People are going to get it, it on this. Clark Griswold's like, yeah, I don't know. Christmas vacation. It's a chemical we've created so that uh, cereal doesn't go stale. Oh, well, God. I felt for those poor souls who were on that slide, the footage of oh. people. Oh, <laughs> it looks so yeah. painful. So good, it yeah. does. Oh, so painful. Uh, All right. Smoking a little cheetah piss. Clearly, I like it because we just did it two weeks in a row. Uh, <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm feeling pretty good. I hope everybody likes the horror movies episode. I don't even know what we're supposed to be doing next week. We'll figure that out. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great week. Who's Play? got music? I do. All right. What are you playing? We're going to play out I with... panicked for a second. <laughs> Chuck, what do you got? <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to play out with Donovan, Season of the Witch, keeping a theme with our yes. horror movies. Nice. I like this Thanks song. a lot, everybody. Have a great week. Look in my window.
I don't know why I like those shows as much as I like them. Which shows? So, like, you guys ever watch the show Wipeout? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fantastic. My, my kids love to watch The Floor is Lava. I think that's oh, just yeah, fucking that's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, like, it's the kid version of Wipeout because they end up fucking donking their heads on something usually, mm-hmm. right? And like, snapping Bouncing. a neck. Right, exactly. Yeah. Wipeout, it just happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could do that, though. Do you feel the same way, Duke? I used to until I went to that fucking ninja course. <laughs> I could do it. I used to think exactly that. I used to watch all that kind of shit. Like, oh, they has got to go around it like this. Or like, you got to grab it like that. No, the reality is I'm old, not as coordinated, and I fall off into that shit super quick. I want to watch you bounce oh your God. face. I have another story I forgot about. It's a great song, song, by the way. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's awesome. Didn't he do? Um, didn't he also do? Baby, prettiest girl I ever seen. See a shake on the movie screen. Billie Jean. I don't know. James Jean. I was just looking at serious. Rock on, rock on is the name of it. Uh, I don't think so. So, Tim, speaking of your shows. Where people get knocked off shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last summer, there's this place way out by uh, Lake Orion, um, Auburn Hills area called Woe Zone. That's what it was. Sorry, it took me a minute to get there. Have you guys seen this place? No. Mm-hmm. It's an outside obstacle course on a lake. What? Okay. It's floats, right? You have to wear a life vest and you swim out to it and you get up on it and it's these huge wide pads just like you'd see on Survivor or something. Yeah. And I they, have seen this. They bridge around and it has a couple different loops so it's set up like a butterfly, right? Ooh. The outside of a butterfly. Yeah. So there's four different things you run through and it all goes to the middle as well so you can keep going back and forth and each little area has its own thing, each individual blow up thing. So the first one is this fucking 10-foot tower you climb up on. You can be at the top. You can jump off into the water if you want. You can slide back down the other side. It's got a rope that you have to pull yourself up with. We just got on that thing. We run at this fucking wall. My son, at the time, was 12. He shoots right up it. I grab that rope, and I get, like, halfway up, and it's like, what do I do now? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm at the point where if I let go, I can touch the top, but, like, the rope doesn't just keep going up. Like, I'm at the, like, how do I get up to that point? It's harder than it looks. I do it. I'm fucking wiped out. I am exhausted. When you're wet wearing a bathing suit and a life jacket, and you're pulling yourself up by your arms as you walk up this wall... It's fucking harder than it looks, and it's exhausting. And that was the start of the next hour that we had paid for. <laughs> that was the first two minutes. Everything was, come on, Dad. I'm trying to die. I may have a heart attack. Tell your mother I love her. I've been thinking about drowning myself just so that you don't have to see me have a heart attack. No, that's why you have a life jacket on. Oh, my God. It was, it was fucking horrible. So each little... And, and then there's other people that are in worse shape than me, like really fat people that can't do shit. And wherever they're at is where they're stranded. Like they <laughs> went through some <laughs> obstacle like that tower, and that's it. There's no going anywhere. 
They wait for their hour to get up. They jump in the water and they swim around to the exit. That's oh their life gosh. now. That's their life. They're making me think of there was a an off an episode of The Office when they all went to the beach for you know just a company activity and um, what's his face that plays the banjo. Andy? Andy. He was in one of the, they had those sumo wrestling (laughs) things that you could play. And he ended up getting knocked into into the lake. (laughs) And nobody saw him get knocked into the lake. And he was like, just floating on his back and trying to get attention. And then he ends up over on like, you know, like the gross part of the, like, you know, by the. What, what are the, what's stuff? that yep. big round circular thing culvert, where the, what, culvert mm. you know where like all the foamy water oh, collects yeah. with the gar- <laughs> and he was just like stuck there oh. <laughs> for hours poor Andy, <laughs> poor Andy. Uh, so that's what I'm envisioning some of these people being like just, oh. <laughs> so that would be me to be honest with you at some point so I get up to the top of this one piece there's not a lot of space up there. Like one person can barely fit up there. Two is a big no, no, but there's a woman up there that's just stuck. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> She's really heavy. Her swimsuits way up her ass. Nothing Ugh. she can do about it. Yeah. Did you push her? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but a kid did. She goes, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And this kid, I mean, he must've been like seven, eight years old. Two hands are right in the like thigh. And she goes down, it's like 15, 18 feet in the water. Huge splash because she went in sideways. She didn't see it coming. Nobody did, in fairness. And that kid then just smiled and jumped off like he had done his job. And that kid was not with her, by the way. It wasn't like it was her kid, like maybe they knew each other. They did not. Well, that's why for him it wasn't personal. She swam business. Get out the way. I got an hour. She did a lot of floating on her back as she kind of paddled back to the starting position. There was a lot, there was a lot of similar moments where people were just kind of fucked. Like they yeah. bit off way more than they could chew. Sure. I recognized this early and just tried to stay in my lane, do the simple <laughs> things that didn't climb going up. More about balance, but then they have those like lily pads that you have to run across to get to the other side. Fine, it's a death trap. It's <laughs> <laughs> a death trap because Does that it just suck you in. That third one Pretty is much. never going to be. <laughs> that third one's never where you want. It to be. Yeah. After oh. your feet go off the first two, the third one is never going to be in position. It's just not. You're going to miss it. Yeah. Or be on the right well, wrong side of it. Well, yes. you're so already falling. Yes. You're already starting to go down. short of hitting center, so then the whole thing's a mess from there. Absolutely. Uh, and you're usually going face first onto other lily pads. You know what I want to do, speaking of those obstacle courses? That huge, big, blown-up thing where you sit on it and... Somebody Someone else jumps, jumps on, on it. it and you go flying. I want to go flying. I <laughs> want to make right. you go flying. Yeah. Can we in the fucking outer space? <laughs> I'll go buy one of these tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Where do I go? I am 100% in. But I want to go out. I want to go up and out, not just like up. <laughs> I can't it's a fairy trust me. That's your positioning, not ours. When I hit that right. thing, you're going up and out. I want <laughs> there to be proper physics about it. You should be more worried about your landing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my legs will be flailing. Yeah. I'm going to try to be pencil. I'm going to try to pencil drop. Pike though. positions? Yeah, pike position. Mm-hmm. I, want, I can just see you like legs perfectly st- stiff. 
and the arms just swinging wildly through the air. That's just, what I see. Just do with Going, those. Oh shit! Have you seen those? <laughs> Have you guys seen the videos of the divers? Um, I forget where they're from, but they yeah. they do the Cliff wild. Divers. No, they do the oh. wild jumps into the pool, and oh. then they do like the the hands and feet down together. Yeah, yeah. No. Have you seen those? Yeah. No. Okay. I think Who so. Who are you asking? <laughs> she says yes. You say no. I know. Chuck says yes. He doesn't know. remember. Yeah. That's his way of saying he doesn't remember. You're talking about the dive itself, right? The actual diving The position? triple Lindy? No, no, no. Talking, they kind of fold into like a triangle, sort of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe Chuck is the only one that understands what? this here. Yeah. There's some videos on the internet of these people. It's it's a diving competition, but it's not like a, a, it's a real diving competition. Yeah. Um, Norwegian, maybe. I don't know. But they do like these, they like run as fast as they can off the, you know, the, the high diving boards and they flail their arms or do like different stuff. Not like, like the synchronized tricks that you're used to seeing in the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking like random shit. Yeah, sounds like, like a Red Bull shit. event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like that. I think I have seen it. Now that you say that. Yeah. People jump off in like costumes and shit and like blow up stuff around them sometimes. No, not in this mm. one. Oh, then never mind. Yeah. Mine was a Red Bull event. Yours yes. sounds... Almost as cool. Yours was the an red, organized event. The Red Bull event. ones are funny too, yeah. though. Those are funny. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that now, though. Either. Are you going to do it? No. We no. were talking about MJ flailing. Oh, I'll fucking jump on the back for it. I'm going to pencil drop. No, you won't. What does pencil drop mean to you? <laughs> I didn't mean for you to show me. <laughs> she made a noise too. I see you <laughs> still. I was hoping my sound effect would I've got help a quick question. <laughs> That's me getting extremely straight and erect like you a under- pencil. Do you understand the physics of this, though? <laughs> erect? No, that's from the cheetah piss. Yeah. <laughs> do you understand the physics of this? That's why I'm saying I want to make sure I go up and out. I know, but at no point in time are you going to, if you go up and out, yeah. going to be able to get into a pencil position unless you are going to be <laughs> diving headfirst into the water. Yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to douche. I want to... You don't want to do to gargle. I want to... I don't want to do that either. Oh, okay. I want to nail the landing so I'm virtually uninjured. May I make a suggestion? <laughs> but how are you landing on with this pencil move? Just is it? Does it cover you for any sort of... Any angle? Is that why you're doing the pencil? I don't pencil? know. I'm okay. hoping that... I've got I'm hoping that it. it makes me plumb. You are... <laughs> are you going to hit it sideways? <laughs> No, plum. Well, are you going to put your hands up over your head? Because I feel like that would be important. This position she's talking about where she's like a pencil, she's just going to go spitting through the air. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's it's what I'm picturing. She's going to hit at a random ass angle. Okay, so well then should I just do, do I a somersault no. instead of a pencil? No, no, no. Just fly. I think you got to no. be like a cat. Just angle. Got to write yourself. No. no, no, no. All you have to do is... Take that pencil form, slightly bend it so it's a boomerang form, and then you'll come right back to the pad. It's <laughs> genius. Oh, shit. I don't think it would work that way. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'll have to try it a couple times. You're just going to use me and my. I'm going to be person. honest with you. Reginald, jump you on watch some videos Amazon. or something and see how people land because I don't think the pencil thing is going to work for you. And I don't want you to. Is that our you YouTube know, search? What how if this people weekend, land? She goes and does this or something, right? And she's like, I got this with the pencil thing. And she gets injured. We need to figure this out. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I want to, I want to be able to take the injury. 
<laughs> Take the injury. Okay. How about not getting injured? I don't want to get injured. Yeah. Start with how do you want to land? What's your ideal head first? Cool. Like a dive? Oh, oh cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of D&D character do you want to be? Kind. That's <laughs> <laughs> what that was. That's exactly what that was. So they are oh, flipping. Are they intentionally flipping? Oh, that nope. one just... <laughs> Tim is showing him. So my face videos. could potentially hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, among, among other things. Yes, among I think other it'd things. be worth it. Okay, just as long as we have this understanding, right? Whee! Okay, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. Is You know those huge bubbles they put people in that like bounce and roll around? Yes. We'll put you in one of those on the bag. So then when I hit, doesn't matter how you land, you're oh inside your bubble. What if she comes down perfectly straight though and just shoots out of that thing? <laughs> <laughs> because she's in pencil form. <laughs> like a fucking torpedo straight down. <laughs> That would be bad. But I feel like I feel like it would be better for me to enter the water than to bounce inside of a ball off of the water. That's a fair point. Don't say no yet. I'm saying no. Let's get some drawings together of how we think this is going to work. Don't deny before you try. I'm going to do some rough sketches of how I think this is going to play out. Oh god. Some do the math. I want mathematical equations behind this. One MJ oh. plus one ball <laughs> plus one giant plus one air, air plus shot. Plus one fireball. Fireball. Uh, okay, I got a I got a solution for your problem, Chuck. We okay. cork it. We cork that <laughs> hole. Seal that hole up so she's in there and doesn't right. have to go shooting out. Fair enough. <laughs> I just it's not gonna oh, work. Oh, you're talking no about the words? one where you're just like in we the good? center. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was thinking I was just like in the ball. Oh, that seems really dangerous. Yeah, like you're a like hamster I'm in the ball? cervix. No, I think he was. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what you were <laughs> talking about, case. wasn't it? I was with you, Chuck. Yeah, the the one you climb straight into. Yeah, it has the hole. The birth yeah. canal. So it's yeah. got like a ball inside a ball. It's yeah, not gonna exactly. Work. Why not? It's not gonna sit on the bounce bag. Yeah, well, it's not fully inflated. It's yeah, it's not firm. Yeah. They, they learned that the first time. There's <laughs> <laughs> reason they don't do that anymore. It's not, dude, it's, it's like hitting concrete, though. Yeah. It's got to have a little deflation to it, so you sink into it when you hit. So you, so that I can go flying. That's right. <laughs> Up exactly. and out. It's, it's not perfectly solid. If I hit it, then I would, I would go flying also. <laughs> right. I'm going to make a statement now. I'm okay. not involved in this. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> Was that your statement, that yeah. you're not involved? Yep. Oh. I thought, I thought it was more coming. No. You'd be a whole lot cooler if you were. This is ha- this is happening. You're going to get hurt if you let these two <laughs> fucking handle this situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna They're going to go back to the tapes. They're going to be like, clearly this was murder. <laughs> <laughs> they were warned. They were told not to. But they would not let it go. They knew that she would be gravely injured, but yet they went along with it anyway. Look, we all acknowledge there's risks here, okay? They found a Walmart that was still open 24 hours. (laughs) They they couldn't find the versions they needed, so they bought children's versions. Just little floaty arm things. I don't need those. (laughs) It would be better for me to enter the water. Why would I I want to hinder the entry? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. You have to control the angle. That's the whole problem. Okay, fuck it. We just need some goggles. She's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. <laughs> All right. I got this. Yeah, you used to swim. I was a swimmer in high school. Absolutely. Thank you very You're much. Good. Yeah. You're good. I work out. Yeah. What stroke? Hey, were you a diver? In no, high hell no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just a good rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs>
up and out. He's gonna apply. He's, I think the fucking dog is dying. He's snoring. He's oh my god! Nope, he's woke him up. Oh, see, you just does he have teeth? Yes, some. Yes. Why are they holding his tongue in? Oh, because his tongue happens, is way man. big. Yeah, that's what happens. And oh, his yeah. tongue is way big. Dude, if can I? Let's be in the trust tree here. <laughs> If I get to the point where my tongue's just hanging out of my mouth most of the day, uh-huh. it's time. Just put me down. It's okay. It's, it's different. You it's have different. better dental care. You also weren't born with an oversized tongue. Is that what you was Which born that with? Which that couldn't possibly be a bad thing. That's part of his character. Give him some fake dentures, just like huge like people teeth. Like think something about Mary... When Matt Dillon gets those big chompers, <laughs> put that in your dogs. Problem solved. All three of you. That's that's a whole business. Fifth Dimension Lounge dentures for dogs. Ooh. Yep. On to something. No. Yeah. <laughs> Veto. Yeah. Did you guys say no in unison? <laughs> there was a show, Community, mm-hmm. and Joel Mc. Joel McHale and Jillian, what was her name? Jacobs, I think. Yeah, Jillian Jacobs, who I just love. Is she the blonde? I liked both, but yes, the one I'm talking about is the blonde. She did that show, Love. I didn't watch that. Was that good? It was It was lovely. It was okay. It was okay? It was a birder? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. You're not going to go back and watch it? Nah. You Never were fine with it? it? I was fine with That's it. That's a birder. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure we're using the same terminology. I was entertained in the moment. Yep. Don't worry. Glenn suggests a show. I'm going to ask if it's in Orville. (laughs) (laughs) I'll understand what it is. In Orville or what was the other one you used as the litmus? Flatch. No, Flatch, I definitely understand. Orville, I think I have a good understanding. What was the one you brought up today? Miracle? Yes, Miracle Workers. Yeah, yeah. That's equal to Orville for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. It's helping yeah. me build a profile for him. Are you get, are you trying to have an algorithm for Tim? I am. So that when he makes a suggestion, <laughs> I know where it stands in his mind so I can make a decision on if I want to watch it or listen to it. Because all our tastes don't align, but some do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on something that's a grandma's boy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's had suggestions like that for me in the past that it have has. been just incredible that I would not have found if it wasn't for him. Like Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a Tim movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. had I asked Tim's, him if it was an Tim. Orville and he would have said, no, it's better than an Orville, I'd be like, fuck, I'm in. The Orgy movie, that was one that was your DVD that made its way around. So not even like a, hey, you should check it out on Netflix or something. Did you just it say just Tim's, Tim's Orgy movie? DVD that got linked around? <laughs> got <linked> around? <laughs> Is that how this story he did. started? He did. He passed it all around to all his friends. All right. <laughs> Everyone has seen my orgy movie, I guess. Um, community. <clears throat> yeah. Just tie this thought up. Julian Jacobs. Is that her name? Yes, that's where Thank we... Thank you. Julian Jacobs, Joel McHale, they're all at this house, and they roll a die to see who's going to get the pizza. And every single timeline you see is... What happens if that die landed for that person to go get the pizza? Butterfly effect. Yes. Yeah. Sort of. This is every yeah. single. This every is every single possibility. Every single possibility. You get to see how it plays out. I just hit the mic. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Isn't, I don't know if I was describing a, well. Yeah. Like butterfly effects. If I do something now, you see the change of it. That's bigger than I would have thought. It has reoccurring mm-hmm. effect through a lot of things. 
This was, here's six different timelines in a 20-minute mm. show. Okay. Every single one of those timelines, the music starts right when the doorbell rings, and the music is Roxanne. And you hear Jillian Jacobs go, Rox, and every single timeline, he goes, nope. Nope. <laughs> Why does she start singing? <laughs> Rox, nope. And she just looks pissed. That's how every timeline starts, and it makes me laugh so hard. You guys saying no to me felt I, like that. I remember uh, that. One, I remember that particular episode, actually. That was the darkest timeline. That was the darkest yeah. timeline. All right. <laughs> All right. Please point right. at you like you, you're even, on deck yeah, for I something. Like, I feel like hey, you, you do had, something. I feel like I yanked a conversation from you about <clears throat> a show you were talking about, but maybe I'm incorrect. That was like six episodes ago. Hmm. You want to finish up talking about the Orville? <laughs> <laughs> Astounding Time is fleeting Madness Takes its toll But listen closely Not for very much longer I've got to Keep control Jump to the left. And then the right. With your hands on your hips. You bring your knees in tight. Maybe it's the building fast. It really doesn't say anything. Let's do the time on the air. Let's do the time on the air. It's a dream. You can't see me. No, not at all. In another dimension. With voyeuristic intention. Well secluded. I see all. With a bit of a mind flip. You're into the time slip. And nothing can ever be the same. You're spaced out on sensation. Like you're under
Yeah, I'm gonna sit while you make me explode. 